This is Jill, and welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings podcast. I know it's been a while, so thanks for bearing with me. Um, You can probably tell I don't sound like a NyQuil commercial anymore, and I am back in Sacramento. So I had a nice, uh, about a month away in Colorado, which was a really nice um, little R&R during the the holiday break there with uh, family and friends, and so... Um, yeah, it, it was a great time and returned just in time to uh, get hit with all these storms. And I'm doing a podcast right now um, at my desk with my balcony furniture behind me. So, um, yeah, it's 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 been eventful. We uh, we had the beam last night, which I think all of Sacramento definitely um, could have used. So that was exciting. So during this stretch, we've seen some right, some ups and downs of this team. We're seeing the ebbs and flows of the season. We are seeing teams uh, have a lot of film on the Kings at this point, and and they're not a surprise anymore. And so the Kings are still fourth in offensive rating, but they've fallen back down to 24th. In their last 10 games, they're 5-5 five and five with uh, they're the third offensive rating. Um, in the league right now in those 10 games, which to me was kind of surprising. Um, but in defensive rating, they're 29th. So that is the reason why you're seeing five and five record. Um, during those five games, the Kings trended down and were 29th in a uh, defensive rating with, um, they only had a scoring 119.7 offensive rating their defensive rating was so bad, it's 119.3. They only had a positive net rating of 0.3. I mean, at least it was a positive, but it was only positive because their offense was going so crazy. So again, um, I know Brown has been saying this. You know, it's it's something this team has to, has to figure out, right? And he has said this, that he knows they can do it because they've done it. It's just they've never been able to figure out how to do it for a full game, let alone once you figure out how to do it for a full game, then do it for multiple games in a row. And so I know in December we did see the the team trending and that they were, you know, a top 10 defense during stretches. And so, again, we know they can do it. And with these opponents, this is when they should be able to do it, right? Like theoretically it's with the who you're, you know, the level of, level of talent you're going against going down this is when you should be able to do it um and i mentioned this on twitter yesterday but this is kind of the part of the season where historically you know during this long stretch that we've had that this is where teams kind of fall apart and so i think this team has much more talent than we've had in previous years I think their coaching staff is better. The foundation of what they're building is better. So I I don't think that's going to happen to this group. Like I'm looking forward to them proving like, no, we're not going to be like the rest. We're going to take care of business. We're not going to fold the second half of the season. We're going to make the adjustments needed and we're going to take care of business. So this, this is what I'm looking to see from this group because 
with the talent they have and with the the craziness of the West right now, um, it, it's there for the taking. And that's one of the things is, is we've kind of been in this position too, where it's been there for the taking and the Kings, right, just haven't capitalized. And so I, I just really want to see them finally push through that wall and, uh, and do what needs to be done. Right. And, and do it defensively, which we haven't seen like offense. They're so, they're so fun to watch. And I know, and I think because their offense is so good, defenses are getting more chances, right? Like you usually see that when teams play at a higher pace, um, the opposing team gets more chances. And so, this team has to figure out how to do enough um, to limit that. And, you know, and and I think Monty, these losses have shown Monty, you know, where, where these weaknesses are with this group to where I think he can make some moves. And I don't think it needs to be, you know, some, you know, crazy grand move. I think there are, you know, role players out there available um, that, that he can target, but again, it's going to be depending on, you know, those other teams have to have something we want and the asking price has to be right. And, you know, we know crazy reports are going to come out during, (laughs) during trade season. There was one today talking about how Atlanta wants, you know, um, the, the Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert asking price for John Collins. Well, I'm sorry. That's just crazy. And this is for a guy that they've had, you know, up on the trade block for three years, right? And so I feel bad for Collins in that aspect. But to me, it's more so I see Atlanta saying, you know, rather than what they think Collins is worth, I see Atlanta saying, we want to recoup some of what we gave away when we went and got DeJounte Murray. So I see it more about that than actually the value of what they're perceiving Collins to be. I think they just want... um picks back than you know than what they sent out because they're not playing that well right now so again it's going to be interesting you see the spurs you know we know uh portals out there um Jakob and uh you know dougie mcdermott who's played with you know sabonis before and would match this offensive perfectly and i think he's enough of a team defensive player where he would be fine um you know he played for those good playoff uh, Pacers teams and he's a high IQ basketball player. So I, I, I don't think that he would be an issue there. Um, you know, we know Toronto, who knows what's going to happen there. I mean, they could be a buyer or a seller. We have Charlotte Hornets, you know, Mason Plumley. He, to me, he would be a great backup five to Sabonis. He can play the high pick and roll. He can play off the elbow. He can pass the ball. He knows Jay Triano's offense. He was also in Denver, so he knows Jordy. Like to me, um, he he would be a great fit behind Sabonis of of what you could ask for in a backup. Um, are the Bulls going to be buyers or sellers? What are the Mavs going to do? Magic, you know, what are they doing with Bomba? The Pistons, you know, we know Bohan's available. Um, what are they going to do? The Jazz, you know, is is Vando is Vanderbilt available? Um, are any of their wings available? Is Clarkson or Beasley available? You have the Houston Rockets. We heard in the offseason that, um, you know, their Kenyon Martin Jr. wanted 
uh, wanted to be traded, who, you know, the Kings had, and then they traded to the Rockets and who the Rockets drafted. But, um, you know, he's a bouncy player who you could probably throw in. Um, Oklahoma City, what are they going to do? I mean, there's just, it's really hard to know right now um, because there's, the West is so close too. It's it's hard to know um, who's going to be a buyer and seller. I mean, Houston's one and nine in their last ten. Utah Jazz is three and seven in their last ten. The Pistons three and seven. Orlando Magic four and six. Mavericks are trending up at eight and two. You have the Bulls at six and four. Um, the Clippers have lost six in a row and they're three and seven. So what could happen there? Are they going to go? Um, you know, are they going to sell maybe some of the pieces that they bought last year? Or do they think that somehow Paul George and Kawhi could be healthy in the second half of the season, which they haven't been in the first half? Um, the Lakers have been trending up at six and four. The Knicks, four and six in the last 10. The Warriors, even without Curry, have been trending up. Phoenix has been trending down. Um, they're one and nine in their last 10. Um, Paul's in and out and we know, you know, Booker, um, they're extremely missing him. It's so, I mean, it's, it's really going to be a toss up who people thought would be sellers would be the Pacers and the Pacers are playing really well, right? Like they have nothing to lose and they're eight and 10 in their last 10 Charlotte Hornets are three and seven. So I, I just think they're going to be sellers. And with Plumlee, you have Jalen McDaniels who I've talked about on this pod here before. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves, what are they doing? Do are they going for it? I know cats out, but maybe do they look at trying to recoup some, some first back from the go bear trade? Um, Washington wizards, like, what are they going to do? We know Kuzma, they have plenty of guards. Um, again, like there's so many options and, uh, it's going to be exciting, but it's also going to be craziness because, we don't know what's coming. Um, and that and that creates a whole, you know, another thing. And so we have, you know, the Rockets, the next two games. We have them tomorrow, and then we have them on Friday. Then we have the Spurs on Sunday, followed by the Lakers again that next Wednesday. And something about that Sunday, that January 15th, in case anybody doesn't know, that is the date that players who signed extensions, um, you know, who signed off-season deals, um, they can now be traded, like a bomba. They can now be traded um, after January 15th. So um, that's a date to keep in mind uh, for anybody else out there. But I know specifically people have asked um, why bomba hasn't been moved, you know, regardless to the Kings or anybody else, because we know other teams are looking. Um January 15th is the date that that play, more players can be traded. So I, I do think, um, you know, the January 10th was the deadline for making guys contracts um, uh, good for the rest of the season. Like, you know, we saw Delhi and KZ um, get their full contract guaranteed. And then, so that was January 10th. And then you have the 15th. And I think that's the last um, like trigger date. And so from then on, if I'm not mistaken, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but um, everyone is, is basically free reign now. It's, it's, it's open season. 
And so, you know, I know we usually see a lot of deals done that that week leading up to the deadline and the 24 hours before the deadline. But depending on how these next games go could determine, you know, how early maybe the Kings try and make a move or or other teams try and make a move. Um, if you see teams trending up or down again as it gets closer, you might you might see um, some early things. But again, it's always hard to tell. I know we're we're all itching because we want to just you know make the moves. If you want to make the moves, um, we'd rather have them happen now than later, and just you know let the, let guys have more time. But um, when it comes to negotiations, we know that's just not how it happens, and so. Um, yeah, we just kind of have to play it how it is, but you know, again, like we said, this is a stretch of games where at home, this team should be winning. So, um, can this team do it right? Can, can they do it? They're sitting at, uh, what is their record? Cause I know if you follow me on Twitter, you know, we have that. Um, we haven't been able to get to that uh, five games over um, 500 mark. That that seems to be, you know, our trigger. And so right now we're we're three games over. If we take care of business, we could hit that five over 500 mark. So um, don't let us down, Kings. Let's let's break a record. You know, we've broken plenty of records this year. We just broke. The most threes in a game that we had. And um, let's see if we can break the record of getting five games over 500. Let's give ourselves as much of a buffer as we can because we're going to be facing some tougher teams again right after this home stretch. So, um, what do we say? Like, give ourselves as much opportunity as possible. As always, um, Thanks for waiting on me. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll have another episode up this week. After um, I'll either have one after the game tomorrow, or I'll do one maybe Friday night or Saturday after these next two games, and then we have one on Sunday again. So um, it's 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 going to get busy. But as always, again, thanks for listening and go Kings. <laughs>